0: What is up guys and girls welcome to the let's be real podcast This is your host naomi and i'm here to cover all things health fitness lifestyle and mindset The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss Like mental health and motivation just to name a couple Plus i'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you So let's get started
1: What is up guys, how are you going? I hope you have missed me dearly. I'm so sorry I didn't get last week's podcast out. I have actually been super sick. And no, it is not coronavirus. God, so much hype on that. That is ridiculous. Anyway, um, I am back though. So welcome to another episode. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking all about recovery, why it is important, a few different styles of recovery, and also deloading in your training program. So without further ado, let's get started. This may be a semi-quick episode, just because I am still a little bit sniffly and nail- nasally, um, but that's okay. I just wanted to get this out to you because I did a post on my Instagram yesterday regarding deloading, and I do get a lot of DMs because I always, well, when I deload once every eight-ish weeks, um, I do get a lot of questions on my Instagram stories on why I'm deloading and what all that is. And then I also have a lot of um, chats with clients about their recovery because it is actually one of the questions that I ask my clients on how they're going each week with their recovery, etc. Anyway, I just forgot. Firstly, quote of the day is super simple. You can make it happen. Straight to the point. I love that. I love these little cards. If you haven't seen them head over to my let's be real. And I do have these quotes on my highlights. Anyway, um, what is my update? Honestly, I have <laughs> I have had no updates since our last chat. Um, I've just been a little bit under the weather. I had like from Monday to pretty much last night, so I think four days or three days, I was literally just in bed and oh my God, I'm like the biggest wuss when I'm sick. Um, but I just could not move and I was like, I'm just gonna rest and try and just get rid of it. And it went pretty quickly, so I was happy about that. But yeah, honestly, like I'm so sorry but my life has just been boring. Um, So I don't really have any updates for you, but that's okay. Everything is great. Life is good, we are happy, and we're on the mend. So today, let's get started. Let's talk about the recovery aspect first. A little bit of this, I might sort of switch back and forwards between recovery and deloading, but they are, they do sort of fall in the same category. So with recovery, one question I wanted to ask before I, I guess, get started on the topic is how many days per week are you training and why? So, if you're training more than like five to six sessions a week, and I don't mean days, because obviously, like everyone has different goals, and some people actually have like performance based goals, so they might do two sessions a day. Um, but my question is, why are you training more than five days per week if your goal is just general, either weight loss or um, muscle gain? there's not really much point to it. I actually see a lot and a lot, a lot, a lot of benefits from my girls and myself in particular, just by doing four days a week and then focusing on those recovery days. Um, and then really putting that emphasis on those three, four training days and just absolutely smashing the training session and following like a periodized training program. So you are progressing each week, but you are also resting as well hope that makes sense, but just really wanted to outline that. What is your reason behind training the certain amount of days that you are training? As I, I personally don't really see much benefit from anything more than six days per week. I sort of think that is a little bit unnecessary, but more than welcome to hit me up if you'll have any questions, but yeah, my favorite methods of recovery, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go through these in little dot points and sort of give you like a little bit more information behind them, even though they are super simple, but I like to explain them just a little bit more. So my, we'll just start with the basics, hey? So foam rolling, if you don't have a foam roller, look, I never push things, but I do suggest that you get one. It is super beneficial just to release that like fascia and just release the muscles and just really like roll out after your training sessions, sort of release any knots. Same with like those trigger balls. If you put them in to any joints or muscles that you feel like you've got a knot in, it just sort of releases that a little bit. And I find it helps heaps um, and just sort of getting everything back into place. And this is just stretching another point, super basic, but we do not stretch enough. You should be stretching and cooling down after every training session. And look, let's be real. We really don't do that. And I think that we don't put enough emphasis on that. A couple more, and I am going going to go through these quickly. Like I said, I am feeling a little bit under the weather still, but good sleep, like getting a solid eight hours sleep a night is, it's just taken for granted. And, like really putting the focus on enhancing your sleep, just going to bed that little bit earlier, if you can, Um, it will help tenfold when it comes to performance and recovery. Another thing that is sort of overlooked a lot is adequate water and nutrition. So making sure you are drinking and eating enough to fuel your body and to recover correctly. And water is one of those as well. So even just increasing your water intake you may notice a huge improvement in your recovery and your training sessions. Now, these are sort of the fun ones. So having a bath, if you don't have a bath, look, I don't have a bath and I'm super envious of everyone that does, but just having a nice, relaxing, warm bath or a cold bath or whatever, once a week goes so far. And even going to like the magnesium soaks or the magnesium baths, they feel so good on your body when you wake up the next day. Like just putting that big dollop of magnesium into your muscles is just such a great feeling and I do love incorporating them. The sauna and steam room. Most gyms do have this and I just feel like it relaxes so much more. I normally stretch in there or just meditate, but just really like getting in that water and just relaxing your muscles in that hot environment. I find super beneficial. Another one is swimming in the pool. So, I have a pool and I generally use this on my active rest day. I will go down in there and just like splash my legs around or just have fun, and it's good fun. And you are like increasing your knee, and it's it's just a good way to sort of move your body, but take the pressure off of your joints, etc. Um, going into the next one is ocean swims or beach walks. So just going to the ocean, I find that is super good for recovery as well. Um, a lot of people use that. Like football teams go and do ocean swims for their recovery, which I think is super cool. But I just love to go and walk there and put my feet in the ocean. And the last one is getting with nature, so active recovery. So just going for a walk or going for a bike ride or a little hike, obviously not a strenuous one, but just getting your body moving in different ways that can still relax your muscles, but isn't putting too much strain and pressure on the joints. So I hope that has sort of made sense for you. Like I said, this is a little bit of a quick episode, but with the recovery, just really trying to put that extra emphasis on you should be training as hard as you are recovering. And I don't mean like having 50 rest days a week, but just making sure that you are cooling down after your sessions, warming up, and doing all those little things to tick the boxes every day, not just smashing the gym. Now, moving into the next topic is deloading. Now, what is deloading? So I'm just going to reread my post that I put up during the week. If you haven't seen it, go check it out and have a bit more of a read but basically it is a period of time where there is a reduction in total volume and or intensity during a training program. So it generally lasts for about a full training week. And what it does is just allow the body and joints and nervous system to fully recover from the previous weeks leading up to it. So this is a great thing to incorporate. If you have like a six to eight week structured training program the focus is on progressive overload and really increasing your weights, reps or sets each week. Cause by the end of that, your peak, I should say, let's just say it's week eight hypothetically after your peak, your body should be pretty fatigued since you've just performed at like 80 to 90% of your max capacity for like eight weeks straight. Generally it's around 90%. So yeah, really trying to focus on just incorporating that one week to deload. And now what that deload is, is about 60% of your normal capacity. Now this can be done via volume or intensity, uh, either one or a little bit of mixture of both. I like sort of to do it with a mixture of both. And I guess it just really puts that or takes the pressure off, I should say, of your body's joints and nervous system and really allows that extra recovery time. I think this is something that isn't done or isn't programmed enough. But it is so important and honestly feels amazing after doing it. Like you've literally smashed yourself for six to eight weeks. Why go into a new training block and then start at an absolute peak again? You sort of need to bring it back down and then build yourself back up. Obviously focusing on progressive overload, you do need to get heavier and heavier each week. So at the start of the week, it's always going to be, sorry, at the start of the week, it's always going to be that little bit lighter or a little bit easier. And then you will progressively get better and better. And then each block just starts that little bit higher volume and or weight. So yeah, if you aren't incorporating a deload week into your training program, I do highly suggest it. It is amazing for recovery and just improves your performance in the gym for the next training block. If you do have any questions regarding that or recovery or anything in particular. I do actually coach just training only clients and I just do structured training programs for them. So feel free to hit me up if you have any questions, but that sort of wraps up today's podcast. I think this isn't really looked at enough or spoken about. So please feel free to share it. If you did find it interesting. Um, I can't wait to get back into normal routine with these and remember today's quote of the day is you can make it happen.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.